0: I thought I was going to find it through the word plan, like having many plans for my life and writing down, making it plain and things like that. However, my plans, as it says in Proverbs nineteen twenty one, many are the plans of a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. So God had purpose for me that I never thought he had for me. And what sort of pointed me to my purpose was the pain that I experienced. In my life and our pain sort of gives us this platform in a way to share freely and fully our brokenness. I think our brokenness is. Welcome to the Radiant Pearl Living Podcast, where you will hear fearless stories to nurture your dreams and inspire you to live a radiant lifestyle you love. Now, here is your host, Stacey Zant.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 22. Would you like to know just how important your story is? Your story matters, and this interview with Rashaun Copeland, former hype man to soldier boy, transformed to a soldier in the Lord's Army, will encourage you in more ways than one to start where you are. Recent author to Start Where You Are, published by Baker Publishing, Rashawn Copeland, is the founder of I'm So Blessed Daily, Without Wall Ministries, Copeland Ministries, and Jesus Feed on IG. A young adult pastor at People's Church, currently in seminary, has published devotionals on the YouVersion app and is the host of the Scriptures and Stories podcast. It was a delight to interview and have this conversation sharing his story and what led him to the journey he is now on with his family as he evangelizes and shares his most recent work scheduled to release tomorrow september the first if you were listening to this episode when it first published on the radiant pearl Living podcast in 2020 Today's episode is brought to you by the Radiant Pearl Planner, an improved and inspirational planning system provided at RadiantPearlLiving.com, so you can plan beautifully for a life you love. This episode is also sponsored by the Fairless Creator at theFairlessCreator.com, where you can find a proven done-for-you system to simplify your content creation process and streamline your promotional planning, so you can show up consistently and confidently share. Everything we discuss in this episode, including the show notes, can be found at radiantpearliving.com slash where you are. And be sure to stick around at the very end where I will share some Radiant Pearl takeaways from this incredible conversation. So let's get ready to hear from Rashawn Copeland. I'm excited for you all to dig right in and to be inspired. So Rashawn, thank you for taking the time out to be here today.
0: (laughs) Stacey, thank you so much. (laughs) Just like I was telling you a moment ago, I love what you're doing. I love what God's doing in and through your life. So I appreciate you, sister, so much for having me on today.
1: Thank you so much for that. So I want to start off by asking you today, Rashan, if you want to share with me a backstory as to who you are and what is it that you have been able to accomplish and to bring you to where you are today as an author.
0: Awesome. Well, years ago, I was this confused guy that was out there just doing whatever I needed to do to make me feel good. And I came to my senses one day, like there has to be a greater purpose in this life. And somehow God snatched me and, you know, he snatched me out gently. You know, he's a gentleman, but he got me back aligned to his will and purpose for my life. And now I've started some ministries, outreach ministries online. I'm an author. But before any of the stuff I do, I'm a son. I'm a son to the fa- our father, but also a father to some handsome young boys and a husband. So yeah, I'm enjoying life, just loving every single thing God's doing right now in this season. But although it can get tough at times, you know. So
1: <laughs> awesome, Rashawn. I can already hear that you love what you do. And I would love for you to share a little bit about your passion. What would you say is your passion right now?
0: Love it. So I simply am what's grown on to me more and more is just loving people, meeting people where they are. And that's why I wrote the book, Start Where You Are. It's just, I feel if we're just so open to other people rather than ourselves, we'll see, you know, God move in beautiful ways. I'm tired, quote unquote, of living life just for Rashawn. And I noticed how the book of Proverbs came so real to my life. It was a certain passage. Those who refresh others will be refreshed. It's really flowing through my life now. I, and I'm so grateful because it's only what God can do, you know, in and through me that can change me to love people and put them before me now. But it's amazing, right? It's, a, it's an amazing thing to live a selfless life. Although there's times I do struggle. I can't, Say, you know, I don't struggle with that, but I'm saying that's my fulfillment now and I'm enjoying it thoroughly. Just loving people. That's my passion. Yeah. (laughs) Loving God, loving
1: people. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I do believe that's such a great mantra for life. Really having that spirit of Giving back, giving to others, living, as you mentioned, that selfless life. And you can really tell. And for those who are just listening to the podcast, you can't see Rashawn's face, but the joy that radiates as a result of speaking about his passion and being that servant heart as life. Christ was when he walked amongst men and as he is today and being a reflection yeah. i love that when you mention refreshing others you know what i thought about was that wellspring
0: mm. you
1: know, christ bring that wellspring of life and it's so continually pouring out you're being poured back into it's just that
0: yeah flow come on it's so sister
1: beautiful i love it
0: <laughs> you got it you yeah. got it it's amazing Like we've been given that love to not only keep it to ourselves, but to give it to others, extend it. I love that.
1: Yes. So I know part of your purpose is really being able to engage others through the ministry that God has given you and the books that you've written and what you're doing. How would you say you found your purpose and then what exactly would you define as your purpose?
0: Love that. So I would say one of the big things, I didn't find it the way I always thought I was going to find it. I thought I was going to find it through the word plan, like having many plans for my life and writing down, making it plain and things like that. <laughs> However, my plans, as it says in Proverbs nineteen twenty one, many are the plans of a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. So God had purpose for me that I never thought he had for me. And what sort of pointed me to my purpose was the pain that I experienced in my life. And our pain sort of gives us this platform in a way to share freely and fully our brokenness. I think our brokenness is the centerpiece where people connect to. And God's allowed my pain to really point me to my true purpose, which is freeing others from the places I was once at. All throughout the scripture, we see guys like Paul who came to preach to the Gentiles and you know, you got Peter who was sent to the Jews and all these different people throughout scripture went back to the place where they were and they preached the gospel to people they knew needed it. And I think God used a lot of my pain for a purpose and I think that's the perk for pain. Your pain's not in vain. That's what I'm trying to tell someone out there who's listening right now. God can use it. And just bring it over to him. Start where you are; they'll take you where you need to be.
1: That's absolutely beautiful. I love that, Roshan. What you pointed out—I know it has a ring to it already. You know, pain mm. for us, right? Yeah. And the fact that there is a message in the mess that you in life. Yes. a yes. Concept that you have to. It seems like dig in and get to the root and to the heart of the matter when it comes to, you know, you being able to grab a hold of that purpose. I I love how you pointed out and I got that visual. I don't know if you know, but I'm a big planner and writing (laughs) When you pointed out the vision, writing the vision, making it plain from Habakkuk, yeah. always been such a big yes. part of just being. And yeah. I love that you pointed out that you really do have to go beyond just okay, I'm going to have this vision for myself, and then I yes. have a purpose for my life, and then I have a plan. But taking it a step further to know that you have to relinquish those plans to the Lord. Wow. He has Amen. A purpose. And Amen. so I, I want you to continue to peel the layer off of that. How were you able to incorporate that idea and that concept of being and that purpose that you have in the book that yeah. you
0: I love that. So I think it goes back to one consulting my creator to know the reason why I'm here. I got to go to the one who made me. And I think that's what makes all the difference in the world. Uh, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, And forever. So the one who sort of allowed me to go through that pain is still here right now. He's still in my proximity right now where I can seek his presence and really have him navigate and help me through even the seasons of life, writing this book and getting it out into the world. Knowing that this is more about like relationship rather than some religious things helps me a lot because now I can have appointments with God. I can allow him to minister to me and make my next steps plain. Like I didn't have that back in the day. So that's how it sort of unfolded to me writing this book. You know, years ago, I think it was when I was in the seventh grade, my seventh grade teacher told me to never pick up a pen and write again. And I held on to that for all these years, all the way until I found Christ. But I love how God rewrites our stories. And That same thing that I would sort of look away, I would look away at reading. I didn't even like books, but God will take us from like not liking books to writing books. He's the only one that can do something like that. I didn't even like reading, but I wrote a book. You know what I'm saying? Like only God can use the (laughs) unlikely to do the unimaginable. But here's the beautiful thing is that it was all not by might, not by power, but by his spirit. Like me being in tune with the spirit, his spirit gave me everything I needed to do this. And that's where I think the purpose came in is so I can extend this message to a world that needs it. That's where I think that came in, sister. (laughs) Love
1: that. Rashawn. you're just speaking so much truth, so much word that we know brings about change, right? Yes. I want to ask you, I love the title, Start Where You Are. How did you go through the process Really, a lot of people have ideas of things that they want to accomplish, things that they want to do. And it's hard for them to get from point A to point B. It's really good. Yes, that plan and and then that process. So take us through that process of how you were able to plan for not only a radiant life that you love, but planning to see this vision actually become a reality where now you're launching and you have the time for amazing things.
0: Whew. It's been a journey. I could say that you could probably ask. I don't know if you've written a book yet, Stacey, but it, it is very challenging and it's tedious. It's amazing. It's like you're really going through a birth. I've never given birth before my wife tells me about it, but it's like you're going through you know, the conception phase and then you birth the book. It's a lot that goes into it. But I think one thing that I am just blown away by, one, how much the message has changed from the first day I started writing from the standpoint of what was on the pages and what is now gone. Like there was a wrestle with God, sort of like Jacob, what do I reveal to the world? That, what is it that you want to say? There was some times where Rashawn would get on there and I'll write like I was in a journal like writing a in a journal or something, but God is like, no, take that out. It was a wrestle. However, at the end of the day, it's such an amazing thing to know that this book has been prayed over, that people despite God's use, people to come around me in my circle to read this book, make sure it's uh, doctrinally sound, make sure Rashawn isn't showing up in here, but Christ is, and point people to Jesus. And I think that's one of the greatest things throughout the process. I've been able to have people come alongside me and, and help me through the process. But it's been fun, you know, because I get vulnerable in there. I talk about times I was shot down, times that I was 11, like shot down by a gun, literally at age 17. Talk about how I was sexually abused at age 11. And yeah, just my story. I was about to commit suicide. I was a hype man for soldier boy in LA. All the mess, right? But how God's mercy met me in the mess. And he revived me. He gave me new life in him. Uh, One verse that I would say will be one of the core verses of this book is John chapter eight, verse 32. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free, Jesus said. And I want to see people delivered and free from whatever bondage or prison, which could be their past or the pain of their past. I want to see them free again, living with him, in him and for him.
1: Wow, you're preaching such truth here. I love it. Rashaan, you've really blessed me. And I want to ask you because I know that Even in the process that you're saying, you you pointed out the vitality of having accountability. People around you, we
0: know
1: about iron sharpeneth iron and you can't help but be pushed forward into, you know, the destiny that God has for you and the vision. When you're surrounded by healthy, right people who want the best, yes. draws out that best for you. So I want you to share any words of wisdom that you have in terms of even the mentoring aspect and the pouring into your life that allowed you to be able to get from that place of, yes, I have this vision. I have this story. I have Yeah. A- message and now i need to get to a place where i can vocalize and bring forth because you mentioned even writing and the journaling aspect and yeah that is such an important part so take us there take us there to those components that you feel has really allowed you to birth this new love it and it's going to go forth in the world and it's going to impact lives tremendously
0: love it sister love it stacy so what i would say One of the bigger things that was revealed to me that the Lord revealed to me during this process, it was clear to see that if I was in a place where I felt stagnant or my walk with God was non-existent, it was because I wasn't connected to his church, his body, the community aspect. And if it wasn't for the people who I go deep with that I'm I'm known by, like known the good stuff, the bad stuff, the ugly stuff, the indifferent stuff. I would not have been able to finish this book. I need, we all need community. And it's important that we understand how our vitality, like you were saying, in our vibrancy, our passion is connected to being a part of the body. So I love what the scripture says about iron sharpens iron. So does one man sharpen another man. I couldn't be a dull ex speaking into the lives of however many people will pick up this book, because God would never even allow me to make it this far if it was in my own strength, I don't believe. But however, uh, the Lord had uh, voices in my life speaking into me that would encourage me, that would educate me deeper in scripture, but also equip me along the way. So I just think it's needed for each and every person underneath the sound of my voice, sister, that we are deep, going, being known. Yeah, loved, of course, but being known. It's yes. so important.
1: Yes, yes. Oh, I love that. And just what you said to a while ago brought me back to what you already said originally, which is, yeah, wanting to allow the pages and the words that are coming forth to point others to Christ. It's not Roshan. You you want it, yeah.
0: Jesus. Yes.
1: Yes. And, you know, just with the way that you're presenting right now and you're sharing your story, Jesus is all over it. So I want to wow. encourage and just really those who are listening to take the time out to delve deeper. They've only heard just a little bit and what you've already shared is so powerful. I mean, yeah. I, I imagine the things that you've experienced and to still have the joy that you have written all wow. faith. <laughs> and, and, and with what you produce, you know, I'm sure your family is blessed by it. And, uh, you know, I can see you're a man on the go because you're right now recording and you know on the go. Oh yeah, <laughs> Miss Sally. You no, know? yeah. can't afford to stay still with the message. Yeah. That's for you and the people that wow. need to receive what it is. Wow. That is that message? It's powerful. So yeah. you said there, start where you are so what are the last few words and message that you want to really bring forth to those who love are today to encourage their hearts as they also plan for that radiant life that they love and then beautiful here, start where they are
0: love that sister love that thank you so much for asking that question because a lot of times i love how you brought up you see god's joy pouring out of me and i see it spilling out of you as well so so Praise God for what He's done in our life because I can only imagine your story, but I know that He's using it right now for His own glory. So I just think we can't lose sight of one, the joy of our salvation. I think one of the beautiful things is that it was where God met me that, that dazzled me. He met me in my deepest, darkest space, my deepest, darkest wound. And that's when I seen the glory of God and it dazzled me. I was on the verge of suicide, I had a pistol in my mouth. I was about to take my life. I mean, I had everything, you know, that this world, quote unquote, promises to a certain degree. I I was a hype man for a soldier boy. I was living in a house in a valley, beautiful home in a valley, had a G-Wagon sitting outside, a house full of stuff, but yet I was empty. You know, despite the outward success, quote unquote, that the world would see and others had envied, I was still broken on the inside. You know, there was a void there. There was darkness in my heart because I love my sin more than my savior. And and here's the thing. I love the fact that God brings us to this place where we can radiate because I remember and how he uses others to radiate in our life. Because I remember, check this out, sis. I was knees on the ground in this room in the pitch black dark with this gun in my mouth and I'm on the verge of suicide. But however, I look over to the right and there goes a cell phone radiating. Like literally it it lit up and I grabbed for this cell phone and I looked down at this uh, phone and there was a message from the only Christian girl that I had knew. At that point, I wasn't involved in no churches. I didn't know any other Christians, but I happened to meet this young girl who went to Baylor university and in Texas, when I went down to visit my brother, she was a Christian girl that I had connected with that night. There was something different about her, you know. Uh, she had this peace about her, but also, she actually genuinely cared to know me and talk to me. Uh, and she didn't look over my shoulders. It was a lot different than the scenes out in LA where you would go and meet people. They would, the girls in LA would always look over your shoulder looking to see who that next guy would walk in a room. But to see a Christian girl to be engaged and like really want to know my story, really wanted to talk to me. That was like, wow, like this is crazy. Really cool. I mean, because it was just night and day. However, but this is the beautiful thing. When I swipe right and I look at her message, uh, it said this. And it was a message that was direct to me on Facebook. But it said this. Oh, how wide, how deep how vast the love of God is and nothing in all creation can separate us from this love that's found in Christ Jesus. And as I was reading and reading, I began weeping and weeping. I cried out to the Lord and I said, God, I need you. I need you. And I cried out to him genuinely for like, you know, this was actually the second time I cried out to him in my life, but it was the perfect moment for me just to surrender all. And I repented of my sins and I just said, God, whatever it looks like. And as I'm wrestling with God, because you don't go from the verge of suicide and straight darkness to sunshine and daisies and rainbows (laughs) in a given moment. So that that night I was wrestling with God, again, like Jacob. And I fall asleep and here's where it gets crazy. And it's biblical, but I got to be authentic about this. But I had this thing called an OBE. An out of body, I was in a dark place, right? So an out-of-body experience where my soul actually left my body. It sounds crazy. It sounds weird, but it's, it's 100% biblical. It's crazy. But of course, that was just to get on the spiritual side. It was like a demonic thing that was happening to me. I mean, I went off into a dark void and there was darkness around me. And it was just crazy. I know a lot of people may look at that weird, but it's my story. I can't lie about it. You know, I, I mean, I got to speak up. So at the end of the day, check this out, though. I was scared. I was fearful. I woke back up, like by the grace of God, I ran over to the light. I turned on the light. I ran back to the bed, threw the covers over my head. I began to just ask the Lord. I, there was two things going through my mind. The, number one, if I would have committed suicide, I would have had to stand before a holy, a just God. Yeah, he's omnipotent. He's omniscient. He's all-knowing, all-seeing, infinite in wisdom and knowledge and understanding, but he's also holy and just. Yes. And I would have to stand before him. And I knew I wasn't ready for that. And I would have been in hell. I would have, been, I would have went to hell. But here's the beautiful thing, though. Uh, then I started to think about, like, wow, he heard me, like pretty similar to David. In the book of Psalms, chapter 40, he says, I cried out to the Lord and he heard my cry. You know, he put, he pulled me out of the mud and mire, yeah. the slimy pit. He gave me a firm place to stand. And uh, many, I love that, that verse because it always rings true when I think about that time. But needless to say, here's what happened after that, sis. And, and, and I'll take you to where it's sort of like, one, he met me in my mess. He loved me through it. And he loved me through it by doing this. So I'm on my bed, cover still over my head. I'm crying out. And all of a sudden, I get this prompting, this utterance. I didn't know where it came from, but to look underneath my bed. In this home that I was living in, a bunch of agents, like my agent that was out in New York and Soldier Boy's agent, we had the same agent, put us in this home where they would have a lot of different actors and talents come through from all over the world. So it was a lot of people who were in and out of this house. But needless to say, I look underneath the bed, there was a suitcase I'd never seen before, it was someone else's. And I pull it out from underneath the bed. I crack it open. You see these dirty, nasty, stinky clothes. However, on top of it, there's a book. Guess what book it was? The Bible. The Bible. The B-L-E. Come on. That's the book for me. Yes. Yes. So so this is what happened next, Stacey. I crack it open. It takes me, of course, to the red letters. Those were the letters that stood out. So me sort of oblivious way, I just go and read it. And I read these words from Jesus. And it said this, he that wants to keep his life must lose it. Mm -hmm. But he that loses his life for my name's sake will gain it. He'll find it. And then it went to these words. It said, oh, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world, but yet lose his soul? Yeah. And then I was like, oh. and then it changed everything. In that moment, for the first time ever, Jesus became real to me. And I began to have a genuine relationship with him. And I ended up leaving everything out in L.A. I was sort of like that, that uh, prodigal child that, you know, ran off to a faraway land. And I came to my senses when I was eating the mud. I jumped on the bus. I only took my book bag. I left the car, left the house, left everything. Jumped on the city bus. The city bus and the Bible, and that Bible was stolen. I stole that Bible that night. It's the number one—you know—the Bible's the number one stolen book in the world. I had to steal it that night. But <laughs> I, I asked the Lord for forgiveness on the bus. But uh, <laughs> but as I'm reading this book, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So as I'm reading this book on the city bus, I finally get down to the downtown area. And I, Lord, told me to jump on this Greyhound. I took the Greyhound back to Oklahoma City. left Left everything there. I got planted in the church. Never looked back. But I've been serving the Lord since I, with all my heart, learning and growing, of course. But uh, I'm not turning back.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's so powerful. Your story. Oh uh, gosh. I mean, well, praise God. If there's anyone that's listening and they have questions and. Even during this moment, wanting to take their walk and their faith to the next level, or maybe they got in touch with this particular episode, yeah, and led them there for truth. We are a resource to you, and so I want you, Rashan, to share how people can connect with you. How can they find you to okay and the book as well, so that they're able to get to know the story and right. how they can start where they are as well.
0: Love it, love it, sis. So, first thing, and I, I just want to like end off with this like Jesus didn't die for the perfect version of you. Uh, I just want someone to know that out there today, sis. And he came for the version of you that doesn't have it all together, he came for the sick, sick, not the healthy. And I want to encourage somebody with that. But, sis, I wanted to also let everyone know, yeah, start where you are, book.com is where they can get the book or any platform where they sell books, Barnes and Nobles or. Walmart Target and Rashawn Copeland on any social media platform, and I think yeah, that's pretty much squares it away. I would love to connect with anyone out there. Scriptures and Stories Podcast is my podcast, oh. and I would love to have your story on there, so if we'll talk on offline about it, but I would love to have your testimony on there. <laughs>
1: Oh, awesome. Well, it's such a pleasure, Rashawn. I'm so excited to see and to continue to follow your ministry. And I know it's going to continue to be a tremendous blessing as the message of Christ and what he's able to do is going to be conveyed through you. And Wow. You.
0: You're an encouragement. You're such a blessing. You keep going, <laughs> sister. So proud of you.
1: God bless
0: you. God bless you.
1: So I want to take the time to share some Radiant Pearl takeaways as Rashawn took the time to share his story and his words of wisdom with scriptures. Discover and explore the perk for pain. Start where you are and he'll take you where you need to be. Jesus is the only one who can take you from not liking books to writing books. Only God can use the unlikely to do the unimaginable. God's mercy will meet you in the mess. Be free from the pain of your past. And if you feel stagnant, could it be because you are not connected to His body, the church, the community? Let God meet you in your deepest, darkest Wound. As we continue to share multi-generational stories that inspire, I want to invite you to tell a friend about this podcast. Tag me on Instagram or Facebook. What was your greatest takeaway when it comes to start where you are and how pain has propelled you to your purpose? The live premiere will take place on our Facebook page of this episode the Thursday following this episode's release. And if you are hearing this later, you can still join the conversation there. Listen to the stories of our elders, millennial mentees who become mentors themselves as you strive to find your purpose. Delve deeper in the discussion and ideas through journal questions provided in our weekly newsletter. Thank you for listening to the Radiant Pearl Living RP Alive with Stacey's aunt. Visit us at radiantpearllivingcom slash start where you are and I look forward to connecting with you as I encourage you to live a radiant life you love.